Hello, and welcome back to the third episode of the podcast covering African Americans overcoming discrimination in baseball. In the previous episodes, we learned about the history of the Negro Leagues and the discrimination against the players in baseball in the 20th century. In this episode, we will cover the main theme of my podcast series. That is how African Americans overcame the horrible discrimination we discussed in the previous episode. In the first episode, we left off with the Negro League reaching its height in 1942 with an estimated 3 million fans coming out to watch the Negro teams play. At this point, the push to integrate Major League Baseball was slowly gaining strength. In the 1940s, Major League Baseball was fully white players. When the talks about integrating the Major Leagues began, many believed with some justification that white fans already discomforted by the prospect of watching blacks and whites playing interracial baseball would only watch the best African-American athletes available. And there was nobody better at the time than Jackie Robinson. We touched briefly on Jackie Robinson in the last episode and listened to a few clips of the movie about his baseball life called 42. 42 is Jackie Robinson's jersey number. In 1942, Jackie Robinson, who was a former UCLA athletic star and another black player named Nate Moreland, were granted a workout with the Chicago White Sox. Unfortunately, in this year, neither player was signed by the team as racism and discrimination of not only the White Sox organization, but the heads of the major league was still present. In 1944, Major League Baseball Commissioner Kennesaw Landis, who was a strict segregationalist, passed away. This provided another opening for African Americans to play in the major leagues. As in 1945, sports writers organized tryouts for Negro League players with the Brooklyn Dodgers and the Boston Red Sox, in which Robinson participated. The Dodgers general man manager at this time was Branch Rickey, and as it turned out, he was already scouting African-Americans for his team. In August 1945, Rickey forged a secret arrangement with Robinson and startled the baseball world with his announcement in October of 1945. Rickey knew that the the first Black baseball player to cross the so-called color line would be subjected to intense public scrutiny and would have to be more than a talented athlete to succeed in the major leagues. And he believed Robinson was a candidate to do so. After having an outstanding season with the minor league Montreal Royals in 1946, Robinson officially integrated Major League Baseball by playing first base for the Dodgers on April 15, 1947. Robinson was not only a fantastic baseball player, he was also a strong civil rights advocate. Robinson, with the help from former boxer Joe Lewis, succeeded in opening an officer candidate school to black soldiers. Jackie continued to demonstrate his civil rights advocation through the course, throughout the course of his baseball career. This can be heard in the following clip from the movie 42. Where 
coats are nickel. Take that hose out of the tank. I'm insane. What? She said, take it out. We'll get our 99 gallons of gas someplace else. In this clip, Robinson and his teammates stop at a gas station to fill up their team's bus in the state of Missouri. The worker at the gas station is white, and when Robinson attempts to use the toilet, he tells Robinson he knows he can't. We see Robinson's push for civil rights as he tells the worker to stop filling up the tank due to not being able to use the toilet because of the color of his skin. Robinson continues and tells the worker that the team will get the gas somewhere else. The worker realizes that he will lose the team's business and therefore allows Jackie to use the bathroom. If you could not already conclude from the timeline of this event, baseball was being proposed as one of the first areas of American society to desegregate. It was not until 1948 that a presidential order de desegregated the armed forces and not until 1954 did the Supreme Court forbid segregated public schools. Throughout the next decade, historic accomplishments of young black stars such as Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and Ernie Banks prompted major league teams to sign more African-Americans. And in 1959, every major league team was fielding black players bringing an end to the segregation of the major leagues. Although African-American players were still being discriminated against, these players overcame this discrimination and continued to succeed in their careers and expand the number of black players in the major leagues. This was a major milestone in, the history, in history, as for the first time in 60 years, blacks were allowed to play in the major leagues. Robinson not only accomplished desegregation for black ballplayers, but also showed the rest of the African-American community that desegregation could be accomplished. His actions showed that as long as you continue to fight for what's right, stay in your lane and not let others' words or actions destroy you, that you can accomplish anything. Robinson's momentum for desegregation rolled into the 1960s as the fight for civil rights for African-Americans reached its height. 